اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 28 of Soul Food titled The Price. In this episode, we're going to look at how the stakes are very high on the spiritual path and in life itself. We'll look at attaining safety in both worlds. And then we'll also look at attaining honor with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life and the next. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and Imam al-Ghazali mentions this in this conclusion or coming to the end of this book, Minhaj al-Abideen, as a reminder to us that even if someone is advanced on the spiritual path, even if someone has come to the seventh obstacle and is praising and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they need to recognize that this is still very valuable and something that a person should not feel overly secure regarding. So Allah says in the Quran, إِنَّا فَأَبَيْنَا أَنْ يَحْمِلْنَهَا وَأَشْفَقْنَا مِنْهَا وَحَمَلَهَا الْإِنسَانِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ ظَلُومًا جَهُولًا Indeed, we offered the trust to the heavens and the earth and the mountains, but they all declined to bear it, being fearful of it. But humanity assumed it, for they are truly wrongful to themselves and ignorant of the consequences. The Prophet ﷺ tells us, If you knew what I knew, you would cry abundantly and laugh only a little. And Imam al-Ghazali mentions this verse and this hadith not to make us depressed, but to really recognize that we need to be committed, to really recognize that this is very serious. The way that you get the most out of life is by taking it seriously. Sometimes people think that if you're just having fun all of the time and really just trying to live it up, that that's the way that you can ignore the seriousness of life. But it will eventually catch up to that kind of person. And then they'll realize that they don't have meaning in their life, that they actually didn't prepare or accomplish the meaningful things that we're meant to do in our lives. And good things don't come easy. And if they did come easy, no one would value them anyway. So that's the nature of the world and that's part of the wisdom by which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and established the world this way. So Imam al-Ghazali says there's no solution other than to exert yourself in certitude and to hold on tightly to the rope of Allah, to continuously call upon Him, hoping that you will be granted mercy and safety that you have to devote yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have to take advantage of your life and the opportunity that you have. So someone might be asking, you know, why are the stakes so high? Eternal reward or eternal punishment. And Imam al-Ghazali says the real question that should be asked, the correct question, is look at what's being offered is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us life and He's given us such a great opportunity that we should focus on that rather than anything negative. 
So that brings us to the next point of understanding and seeing how we will be granted safety in both worlds when we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we fulfill His commandments and we commit ourselves to Him. Imam al-Ghazali says, when you commit yourself to Allah, you are saved from so many difficulties and harms in the dunya. The things that people go through in this life, when you commit yourself, when you live the way that you're supposed to live, the way that your creator, your wise and all-knowing creator told you to live in this world, then you're actually safe from so many challenges and difficulties. It doesn't mean that life becomes easy altogether, but there's a lot of unnecessary drama that you can avoid. And just look at the people in the world who have everything. You know, so many of them, whether they have wealth or fame or, you know, status, whatever it may be, many of them are still very miserable. And they say that the more money you have, the more problems you have. Even the relationships that those people have, they're not able to know if they're actually real or if those people are actually out just to use them for their money or their influence or whatever. So those things do not bring you fulfillment. Materialism is not good for your soul and it doesn't give you that sense of meaning that your soul is yearning for. So many people we see have everything and then the really sad reality is that they end up even taking their own lives, right? So that's something that shows that something's not right in the equation. This can't be everything and this certainly isn't giving people the sense of happiness that we sometimes think it does. So safety in this life is being safe from those difficulties and that unnecessary sorrow that comes with over-investing in the world and turning away from Allah. And safety in the next life comes in the form of being saved from the terrifying events on the day of resurrection. And even on that day in the next life, the prophets and messengers It'll be so intense that even they, those who are protected by Allah and guaranteed paradise, they will be saying, nafsi, nafsi, myself, myself. I'm just worried about myself, that this is so grave, that this is so momentous, that this is, you know, reality. And there's no way that anyone can ignore it anymore, that even the prophets and messengers will be saying, nafsi, nafsi. So for someone to be safe from all of that is really no small thing. So being safe from the difficulties of the world and being safe from the difficulties of the next life, those things come when you obey Allah and you devote yourself to Him. And then Imam al-Ghazali says, in addition to that, you're granted honor in this life and honor in the next life when you obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says that, you know, when someone has power in the world, and you know, nowadays people are really obsessed with power and people who have power and how they got power. But when you have power in the world, it's the ability to influence something or to exert your will over something. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants His righteous servants the ability to exert good power in a way that's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the world, even if they don't seem to, like they're people of power. We're not talking about worldly power, by the way. Those whose hearts are purified and who are content with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decrees, Allah subjugates His creation to assist them. And you see many examples of this with the Sahaba and righteous people. 
that these people whose hearts are so devoted and attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're not fearful of anything in creation. And then they recognize at the deepest levels that there's no power nor ability except by Allah. So they serve Allah and they focus only on pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subjugates everything to them. And Imam al-Ghazali says the kings of the world don't even have 1% of this kind of power. That they have people serving them willingly because they're righteous. That they even have miracles or karamat, amazing, extraordinary things happening for them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subjugates creation because they are beloved to him. And you see, for example, the prophets and messengers, you have Jesus alayhi salam being able to walk on water. Normally people can't walk on water. You usually fall into water. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can bend what we think are the laws of nature because he has power over all things. So that's just the sovereignty and the honor in this life. And in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا رَأَيْتَ ثَمَّ رَأَيْتَ نَعِيمًا وَمُلْكًا كَبِيرًا And if you looked around, you would see an indescribable bliss and a vast kingdom. And Imam al-Ghazali says this is all in return for just a little bit of time that you spent in your very short lifespan in this world to worship Allah and obey Him. Is it then too much to seek all of this honor in this life and the next, safety in this life and the next? Is it really such a huge price to pay if you're praying just a few rak'ahs or that you give just a few dollars in charity or that you stay up a little while in the night in worship? Is that really too much to ask for all of the rewards that come in return for that? And Imam al-Ghazali says, if you had a million lives and you had a million souls and each life was as long as the existence of the world itself and you gave all of that to attain this everlasting kingdom, then it would be a small price to pay. Even that would be a small price to pay. So we have to have the proper perspective and realize that yes, Allah is asking something from us that Allah says in the Quran in Allah shtara min al-mu'minina anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lahum al-jannah that God has bought from the believers their lives and their wealth in return for what that he will grant them paradise so we have to have the proper perspective of what Allah is really asking of us and what we really need to do in order to get something that is beyond what the eye has ever seen and what the ear has ever heard in paradise, but that we also live an honorable and beautified existence in this world when we are supported by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and given His divine assistance when we dedicate ourselves to Him. So that brings us to the call to action. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing of ibadah, whatever you're giving in charity, whatever you have with Allah that is the way that you try to seek nearness to Him, give a little bit more. Sacrifice a little bit more. Strive a little bit more. 
Whatever it is that you're doing, just give a little bit more. You're praying two rak'ahs of sunnah, pray four. You're praying 20, do a little bit more in the middle of the night. These are the last nights of Ramadan and even outside of Ramadan, we should give a little bit more because the return on any investment that you give is infinite and everlasting. And it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the ever giving and the most generous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. May Allah grant us the proper perspective and give us the strength and the determination and the dedication and the sincerity in order to achieve that. And may He give us the best of what He gives His most beloved servants. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.